Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Comics Pals Reviews. I am here with comic creator extraordinaire, the mind behind such books as Tales of Mystery, uh, the classic Butts and Seats, which I'm holding up right now. The Kickstarter exclusive as well. The Kickstarter exclusive, which... You know, whenever you get involved in a Dirk Manning Kickstarter, one thing that you can be assured about is quality. This is a this is a nice boy. Hold that up a little more. Show people the, the belt. Yeah, look at the yeah. belt. Yeah, yep, the, the belt. championship edition. Yep, the belt, the uh, the bookmark, the tassel yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yep, very cool, very cool. Uh, and here to promote the newest Kickstarter, The Adventures of Cthulhu Jr. and Friends, mm-hmm. uh, Dirk Manning. Dirk, how's it going? Yeah. Yes, so, I have. Man, it's good to see you. It's it's been a minute. We have to talk, but we've both been busy. But thank you for having me on. I, it's you. You know, I I love chatting with you, and I have a lot of love for the comic pals. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. The feeling is mutual. You've always been good to us, and uh, we try to return the favor. So the last time that we actually got to speak was just after New York Comic Con, yes, uh, twenty twenty one. Since then. You've had this successful Kickstarter, Adventures of Cthulhu Jr. and Friends, already a success. Um, Blew right past its goal. It was the first day. I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, So super success. Uh, The Tales of Mystery, Rockstar Paranoia was a super success as well. Uh, So, you know, batting 100 right now. Talk about, you know, what's happened, what's been going on since uh, since our last conversation. Uh, well, like you said, you know, it, it's been pretty nonstop. Um, we wrapped up Haunted High Ons Volume 2. Yeah. Uh, so we're excited about that. We're getting ready. We'll have news soon about the collected edition of that. And some possibly even some other twisted adjacent stuff coming. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, like you said, we had the Kickstarter for Tales of Mystery Volume 5 as well as the Tales of Mystery Omnibus Act 1, the, the release of that over at Sourcepoint Press. Um, really happy with that campaign. Uh, the books are at the printer, as we all know. The paper industry and yeah. shipping and everything went upside down for a while. Got that leveled out. Um, I have PDFs of the final books. The books are at the printer right now. And I'm not going to lie Sean. I just look at them sometimes. And I... I've made no secret of the fact that if I had to write one comic book for the rest of my career, it would be Tales of Mystery. Mm. I'm so excited for people to see Tales of Mystery Volume Five. I don't. I, I feel bad because I don't want to oversell it. <laughs> I am so excited about it. I am so excited about this book. Um, Tony Schiavone came out working on Aaron Anderson right now, and uh, like I said, the big thing right now is the Adventures of Cthulhu Junior and Friends. You know, uh, yeah. This was, this was originally the Halloween Comic Book Fest book in 2019. Uh, back then, we loudly and proudly announced it was going to come out in 2020. <laughs> well, and then, uh, then 2020 happens. <laughs> yeah, it's like maybe, maybe we don't want to put out a kids' book about the end of the world during <laughs> a global pandemic. Yeah, well, like a lot of us, I think we thought, well, give it a couple months, we'll be good. How'd that work out? I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> now it's 2022. Right. You know, and here we are. It's 2022, though. Yeah, we're, we're here now. Um, super excited to have this book coming out. Um, you know, I've been, I've been staying busy. 
you know, obviously. And uh, Cthulhu Jr., it's interesting. This is a book that, in my mind, is like a, a brother or, you know, or a sibling book to hope. Hmm. in the sense that it's not the type of stuff people normally associate me with normally they're looking at nightmare world they're looking at tales of mr reed or looking at buried but not dead they're looking at love stories to die for things like that um and although obviously then you have the one of you have a book like butts and seats people know i'm a big wrestling fan right you know, and i think people kind of compartmentalize that a bit but as a co another co-creator own book like hope People looked at that and they said, Dirk, you're doing a, a superhero book uh, with a female lead? I'm like, I'm not doing a superhero book. I'm doing a book about a superhero. Right. Well, now people look at Cthulhu Jr. and say, you're doing a kid's book? I said, no, I'm doing an all-ages book. The difference in both of those is not just semantic. You know, when you look at Cthulhu Jr., this is truly a book that's intended for all ages. I mean, is the art very, uh, you know, kid friendly? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. You know, and Scoot's amazing. You know, he's, he's Scoot for my money is one of the best uh, working cartoonists right now by a mile. I mean, he's so good. He's so expressive. It's just, just, I mean, anything he does is just amazing. <clears throat> Pardon me. And, um, I think there's one of those books that as people read it, I think there's people, let me just be blunt, you know, we're, we're, we're old friends, you know, yeah. I think there's people that are maybe buying the book. Like, I'm not really sure if there's going to be my thing, but in Dirk, we trust one of those things, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think they're going to read it and be really surprised at how much they enjoyed it. So like you said, successful campaign, higher funding goal than I normally do in a graphic novel. Even we hit it the first day. You know, we're we're moving down to the fifth stretch goal already, about halfway through the campaign. So I'm just really, uh, really happy. I'm really excited for this to come out. And, and the first time ever a mass-produced toy is being created based on uh, uh, one of my co-creator-owned books. Yes. That 12-inch Cthulhu Jr. plushie. So I have to, I have to talk about that right up front. Uh, this, this plushie is so damn cute. Um, it really is. And again, like not a word you would think you would associate with anything that Dirk Manning is involved in, but or here Dirk we Manning, are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, loving that. I love that you're able to offer that now. Is that, is that something that you're more comfortable doing now that you've got several successful kickstarters under your belt and kind of know the ropes a little better yeah i think that's definitely part of it you know um when i went up to source point headquarters or oxide media headquarters you know source point press headquarters oxide media is the, the parent company of mm. source point press of deep water games now of rip rap toys and we were talking about stuff to do with this campaign whenever i do a kickstarter you always have the wish list and then you see how close you can get to your wish list, you know. And I was talking to our editor in chief, uh, Josh Warner, about pledge levels and stuff. And I said, you know what I really want to do, Josh? I said, could we do a Cthulhu Junior plushie? Mm. I, I'm just asking. I said, no, no pressure. No, I'm just, I mean, I'm just asking. You know, as we're, as, you know, as I'm, as I'm building this campaign, and Josh, who I've known a long time, he looks at me and he goes, 
you know, he kind of smirks. He goes, we're getting ready to launch a line of toys called Cuddly Kaiju. Wow. And they're plushies. And I go, you know, so that was like a discussion, you know, uh, Garrett Gunn and Christy Blanche, two of my favorite creators, they're going to involved in the Cuddly Kaiju stuff. Some logistics. I didn't want to like overstep them if this was kind of the thing that they've been bringing to and things like that. But the opportunity really presented itself where, you know, like you said, how can you not do, how can you not make <laughs> a toy, a plushie of him? And it's not Beanie Baby sized. He's not like a little guy. It's like 12 inch. Wow. Like you can cuddle with him and read, you know? I mean, it looks a lot smaller in the actual images that uh, are on the Kickstarter page. By the way, uh, we're talking about Adventures of Cthulhu Jr. and Friends on Kickstarter. You can go to CthulhuJr.com. Now, obviously, Cthulhu is not a word that everyone, just anyone, knows how to spell off the top of their head, which is its own set of challenges. You have to be a dark sorcerer to be able to just you know get that to roll off your tongue or off your fingers as they say so i'm going to actually spell it out just so people know how to get there right c-t-h-u-l-h-u junior.com yeah jr um, not don't spell it out. So c-t-h-u-l-h-u-j-r jr yeah junior.com yeah so uh this plushie looks a lot smaller in the pictures than what you just described that's a lot more exciting. Yeah, even, yeah. even more exciting. Yeah, it's a twelve-inch plushie, man. You know, a, that little beady baby. He's big, you know, and and again, you know, based on Scoot's design, um, when I told then Scoot that we could do this, he's like, okay, but I want to see it to make sure it's going to honor, you know, my 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 character design. Hmm. And when we had the picture of the prototype, Scoot's like, that's he's like, wow, he goes, that's really he goes, that's really good. I wasn't sure if they'd be able to pull this off. Well, yeah, yeah, that's it, man. You know, source point, we do good work. You know, oxide, we do good work. Rip rap, we do good work. So it's really exciting. Uh, I'm excited to be able to offer, um, you know, free US shipping on the whole campaign. That's something else that's very important to me. That's huge. So if you go to CthulhuJr.com or go to Kickstarter and type in Cthulhu or Cthulhu space JR Jr., all the prices you see is what you pay. No hidden fees, no surprises, no, we're going to tack on shipping at the end. This is it. If you're getting the Give Me Everything, which is 80 bucks for the hardcover, the plushie and the shirt, that's it. You're doing 60 bucks for the plushie and the book, that's what you pay. And then you get all the stretch goals as long as you have the book involved. So um, I'm very fortunate about being in this position where I can do this stuff. You know, I know that, you know, and again, going to source point and like, hey guys, uh, can I do a 12 inch plushie Cthulhu Jr. though? <laughs> you know, but yeah, or like with Mystery when we did the video, you know, we did right. the, the the mobile game that'll be coming out. You know, um, it's fun. It's really fun. I'm I'm very excited to do this stuff and very grateful to do this stuff. You know, being with SourcePoint is, you know, even now an official capacity is just really an amazing experience, and I'm grateful and I'm excited. And and again, this is one of those books that I think that's gonna have real long legs as more and more people check this out and, and see oh this isn't just an all ages this isn't the dirk manning kids book right no this is a dirk manning book that just so happens that kids can read it too yeah and i think that's an important distinction the first 
issue is actually available to read free on the actual Kickstarter page, which is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and you definitely get that vibe. You know, I, I think that all ages tag is certainly appropriate. Um, and it doesn't feel like I, I, I was reading through it and I didn't feel like, you know, sometimes you have to feel, you feel like you kind of have to dumb yourself down a little bit or, you know, you, you know that it's like cute and fun, but it's definitely for children and adults don't really, shouldn't really pick it up. This is not that. This is right. not that. This was a lot of fun as an adult. And if I had a child, I would be able to have fun with it and then pass it off. You exactly. know, and I feel good about that choice. Yeah. And that was, a, it's funny when Scoot and I, you know, I, I, I've talked before, maybe even on this podcast at one point, how Scoot and I, we plotted the beats to the whole book in about a two and a half hour car drive. <laughs> It just, I mean, we knew the plot and it just, bam, 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 bam. It just fell right out. Wow. Which is funny because he normally does mainly uh, more kids books. And obviously I do more horror books. So then when I started, you know, we, we, we ripped back and forth on this. We hit our beats. He's taking notes as I'm driving, you know, I'm like, okay, do this. And he's like, yeah, then we'll do this again. This is, boom, boom. So, and I realized it's something I'm devaluing the writing process. That's not what I'm doing. We knew the story we wanted to tell, but we hit the beats for how to break all five issues in a car ride. This is what it was. Wow. Yeah. Then I right. started to go back and script it. So I go back and script it, and I script the first issue, and I sent to Scoot, and he's like, this is really good. I really like this. It's exactly what we talked about. He goes, but, he goes, he goes, it's a little wordy for kids. Mm. And I go, well, hold on. I said, one, I know I'm a little bit verbose sometimes. I know that. <laughs> I said, but two, I said, remember, this is not a kid's book. This is an all ages book. Now, kids, like I said, kids can read it and enjoy it. What's funny, I think, is kids are going to are going to get different jokes and get different things about it and, and relate to different characters than we will. Right. I, I think adults are going to relate more to, like, the dastardly Dirk character, you know, and, and the plight he's going through. Kids are going to like Penny. And they're going to like Junior and stuff like that, you know. Um, even grandparents. You know, they'll look at characters like Arnie, you know, who's taken in his his nephew, you know, for the summer, which is, you know, I, I you know, or uh, I really wanted to make sure that anybody could read this book and hopefully on some level find a character to identify with, but also make it accessible. Um, I have over the years taken heat over the fact that I defended the twilight books mm. i didn't defend them because they're well written you can argue pretty fairly that they're not the best written books that have ever been published but i defend them vigorously because they were an entry point to horror and the horror genre which i love for teenage girls mm -hmm. you know and that's very important you know, we need to find entry points to the things we love for everybody to, to, to ensure the longevity of it. And that's not to say that guys can't read Twilight. That's not to say that older women or can't read Twilight or anybody can read Twilight and knock yourself out, you know. But people were kind of poo-pooing Twilight. I'm like, no, I said, you're not getting, I'm not saying it's good, but I'm saying it's an entry point to the horror genre for teen girls. That's, that's okay. That's what right. we need. We need entry points to horror for all ages. You know, when I was little, it was got things like Godzilla movies. 
right? You know, I mean, we need that stuff. I still love artisan horror, you know, the A24 stuff and all that, you know, uh, the, the Jordan Peele stuff, all that. But at the same time, I can't necessarily show Heredity or Midsummer to my 10-year-old nephew. Right. You know, um, when I was young, I, I, I got into horror by watching The Twilight Zone with my great-grandma. And a cool great-grandma, you know. <laughs> and uh, there's no blood, there's no nudity, there's no swearing. It's just psychological storytelling. So that, right. that's important to me. And, and, and the fact that this book is cute, kids can pick it up. Just like when I did Hope. You know, uh, you know, when you have, when I have the hope trade paperback, oops, sorry, mystery. I was not done my mystery <laughs> custom Funko by my buddy, Jason Plowman. Be gentle. That is a, that is a very cool, what, one of a kind? It is a one of a kind. Very, yeah. You even got the little sigil. Look at that. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to put him back here where he's a little bit safer. You got to get me one of those mass produce them. Uh, well, you know, Twisted got their fun goes so and we'll see. Right. But. Like when I did Hope, right? Um, I cannot tell you when I have this book up on my table, the amount of young women who come up to my table and just say, I want that. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to pitch it. I started telling what it's about, but like, how much is it? Whoop, 15 bucks, boom. They're done. Non-sexualized, strong female character. Yeah absolutely you know and i'm like this is the scariest book i write but okay you know (laughs) um so again it's a matter of entry points you know for for people that like horror anthology stuff we got nightmare world for people that want to follow one central character the horror noir we got mystery we got buried but not dead which is just a totally self-contained short story collection uh we've got you know um uh, love stories to die for for people who like that kind of more emotionally investing stuff, you have butts and seats for the wrestling fans, you know. But it's all also true to the work I do. You can't. There's no book on my table. There's no book or, or you know on high on so you know, a horror comedy book with Twisted. There's no book I write that people would look at and read it and say, "Gosh, it looked like he phoned that one in." Mm. Or he, his heart wasn't in that. My heart is everything I do because I choose my projects, and these are projects I like doing. And this is important to me, just having those entry points for different people to get different stuff. Well, you know, obviously the world has, has really, there's been a lot of strife and turmoil over the last few years. And, uh, you know, COVID really took away cons for a while. Right. Um, a lot of creators had to pivot. In order, to, in order to still get their books in front of people and, mm-hmm. you know, sort of maintain that relationship that they had built through conventions. And I think that, that that left a lot of creators sort of in a space of not really knowing how to proceed and kind of lost right. in, in the wilderness. And so one of the benefits that you have kind of had of being not just a road warrior, but someone who had made a base on the internet and had familiarized themselves with a lot of this stuff before other creators were really on on this Kickstarter included, um, Facebook included, so, social media included. Um, do you feel like you had a leg up? Do you do you feel like 
being able to weather the storm by utilizing the internet, something that you're familiar with already, helped to keep things going during the last couple of years that might have been lean otherwise due to you know the lack of the lack of events. Hmm. Man, that's a, a big question that I can answer a bunch of ways. Um I always a lot of my career, and I'm not saying this to put myself over, I'm not saying this to make myself sound more important than I am. I'm very comfortable in my spot in the industry and what I do. But I've also been, I, I can say definitively and objectively, I've been ahead of the curve or at least on the, the tip of the spear, if you will, on a lot of things, including how to use social media to build your brand, including Kickstarter. I'm not saying I was the first one to do these things. I wasn't, but I was definitely in the first wave of all of it and carving out my own niche on how to do it. Right. When COVID happened and we all had to take a break from the road and everything else, I, I think it did help to an extent. Um, I put my power behind SourcePoint. We did an online auction with SourcePoint and uh, I raised a lot of money for them and just donated the money to them because they needed it as a company to survive. They had a lot more overhead than I did. I didn't lean into online sales like I probably could have. Because I don't know if I really have a good reason for why I did. I, I guess I knew a lot of people were out of work. A lot of people were lean. There was a lot of other stuff going on. Certainly, I do. I, I probably send out books every every week or so yeah. via orders. You know, people order for me directly. Things uh, people order things for me directly. Um, I probably could have capitalized on it more if I really wanted to, what I did do during the pandemic, cause I did the, the release, you know, the, the quick starter drop for the very, but not dead book, right. Put together the book about the, the stories that had either never been in print before or were collected in other anthologies or out of print. And um, this blew up, this blew me away at how well this book did. This book did, I think just shy of 15 grand in 15 days, if I'm not mistaken. It's beautiful. Uh, that was incredible, you know, and that was really re-energizing. And I spent a lot of the pandemic with, um, you know, our little team of Mike Dawkins, oh, on Tony Sh with Tony Schiavone, Butts and Seats. It was me, Mike Dawkins, Dave Silva, Virginia Joe, Tony Schiavone. We would meet every week or so on Zoom and right. we worked on the Butts and Seats book for a year. Came to morning Amazon bestseller, you know, the first ever original graphic novel advertised on cable television, you know. Um, so it was interesting because I guess to answer your question during the pandemic, I wasn't worried so much about making money as I was about utilizing the time to make content. And now we're seeing that we've seen, we saw that content in 2021 and even in 2022, but, but building that brand and being in, in front of all that stuff definitely helped keep me visible such a generic word it, it made it so that people knew i still existed i guess sure as opposed, as opposed to a guy in artist alley who didn't cultivate a social media didn't develop his own website um 
I think I was definitely farther ahead there. Yeah. Maybe I just should have started and ended there. But so yes, Sean. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you mentioned it, butts and seats. I I, I really want to talk to you about this. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's you know butts and seats, the Tony Schiavone story. Um, can I show the inside cover? I don't of know. Of course. Okay. So uh, here it is. I'm holding it up for those of you watching on mm-hmm. YouTube. Um, and it's gorgeous. This is it. It just features a bunch of the um, AEW cast, the wrestlers, um, standing behind Tony, um, who's sitting at his computer. I'm assuming typing away, watching something. Right, uh, podcasting with Bug. Yeah, with Bug. Um, It's it's so cool. It's it's gorgeous. I love uh, Sting's my favorite one. Uh, Yeah, that's Sean. Yeah, that's Sean Daly art. Sean Daly did that. Sean Daly, by the way, really awesome guy. Uh, Really awesome guy. Got to meet him at Comic Con. Very good person. Great. Um, So this so this book's a lot of fun. Butts and seats. Uh, It's got a bunch of chapters. It's got ten main chapters and then depending on you know which version you have it's got more i happen to have i believe you correct me if i'm wrong dirk all of the available chapters due to the edition that i have yeah we we put the four bonus chapters in every book but the hard covers are the only ones that have the sean daly inset art okay okay so everyone perfect. got all the chapters the the bonus the kickstart chapters we unlocked but you as a Kickstarter backer with a hardcover, you're the only one that gets the Sean Daly insert art. Well, I, I feel pretty dang good about that in any event. Yes. But um, but it's a really it's a really good book. And and like the compliment that I can pay you, um, and this I think is appropriate for this kind of story, is that there were times I forgot who wrote it. And I I say that to say that this is a book about Tony Schiavone's life. Right. And it was so I was so immersed in that reality that I was reading it as if Tony wrote it. I've met Tony. I've spoken to Tony. I've done interviews with Tony. I can hear his voice. So as I'm reading the book, I'm reading it. I got Tony Schiavone in my in my brain. Right, 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 right. right. Um, and it felt authentic. It didn't feel like Dirk Manning writing Tony Schiavone. It felt like Tony Schiavone. And that's tough to do. So kudos on that. Thank you, man. And thank you. And that was very important to me. Part of it was because I talked to Tony for a year, you know, so that definitely helps. But, um, you know, your job as a writer is to immerse people in the world that you're in. This was Tony Schiavone's world. You know, um, the Arne Anderson book that we're working on right now. Um, We're not doing the exact same model as Butts and Seeks. Rather, we're going to have two artists. One is going to be depicting modern Arne. One's going to be depicting art of the past. So we're going to kind of waffle back and forth that way. Um, like my goal would be when you read that book, you're going to read it in Arne's voice and the parts Arne's narrating, you know. Um, so that is a big compliment. Thank you. You know, and ideally when you read Mystery, you read it in whatever Mystery's voice sounds like. When you read the Twisted book, hopefully you read it as Jamie and Paul's voice. Definitely, yeah. When you read Hope, uh, again, working on Hope Volume 2 right now, Oh my gosh, I cannot wait for people to see it. I feel like I left people hanging for so long on that book. Um, but when you read Hope Volume 2, uh, hopefully you're not thinking this is a Dirk Manning book when you're reading it because you're immersed in that world, right? Right. But when you get done, hopefully you're like, man, that was another good Dirk Manning book. That was my experience 
here and uh, in the past too, but specifically with this, mm-hmm. where I was like, holy shit, you know, this is good. This is really good. I love Tony Schiavone. Oh man, that's right. He didn't write this. Dirk did. Well, I'm, let me not. I don't want to put it that Tony obviously contributed, but you know, it was your responsibility to, to take care of this, you know the scripting aspect. Yeah, and and it, and it shined through. So um, it's a lot of fun. I think if you're a wrestling fan, um, the, the other the other thing that I was thinking about, if you're a wrestling fan, this book is the, like the only way to get this story is through comics. Yes, you know. You know, the, the what happened when podcast, that's that's the name, right? I, I got yep, that. Yep, um, yep, what happened when? You know, that's that's the podcast that Tony does with Conrad, and that's great. And you get that, and it tells some of this in different ways, but that's a podcast. You know what I'm saying? And there are a lot yep. of wrestling podcasts. There are a lot of there's a lot of YouTube stuff about wrestling, documentaries, all that stuff. The comic book world, though, doesn't have this until now and so to get this to get tony's story told in this way in one big chunk you've got to come to the comic you know and that's so cool that that you got this as dark manning but that comics got this thank you and that was that was the thing when we started on that book tony just said you know he goes i gotta be out and this is still we were all very formal with each other you know we didn't know each other very well because we did that whole book remember through zoom Right, because we started that book right after the pandemic started, and we never we never met for uh, about a year after we started in person. It was at uh, Double or Nothing, I think, in uh, Florida. And um, Tony just said up front, he goes, "I got to be honest with you guys." We had our whole team, all of our little screens, you know, you know, Doc and Drina, Silva, and everybody. And he goes, "I got to be honest with you guys, just like this." God, I'm see talking about Tony now. Let me give a guy. I got to be honest with you guys. Uh, I just don't think my 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 story is that interesting. And I said, "Well, okay." And I said, "Well, we're not going to let facts get in the way of a good story, Tony." <laughs> you know, and uh, that became like the running joke, which obviously the whole book is true. <laughs> but um, and when we got done with the book, and he read it, another compliment that I really will carry with me for the rest of my life. You know, it's like you can take a lot of things away from me in life. You can take my career away. You know, my you could take my 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 books away. You could take my life away, but you can't take away this compliment that I got, which is Tony. When he got done with the book, we read the book. He goes, "You know, I, my life. I guess it was pretty. It's pretty interesting, isn't it?" I'm like, yeah. I told him, "I said no pun intended, Tony, but you have the American dream. You right. went from being a kid who liked wrestling, getting involved in wrestling, working in wrestling." Going, growing disenfranchised, leaving wrestling, coming back in, and then recognizing the legacy you have and having a resurgence in your career. Yeah. I go, that's the American dream through and through. I go, your story is fascinating. So, I'm, I'm I, again, that's one of those things I always carry with me is that he got to see like how interesting his story is and the fact that we we got to work with him on that story you know and, and i still get you know still friends with tony to this day we could do signings together and stuff like that he's just a cool guy and as a fan of professional wrestling it, it was an honor for me to do that too you know right again am i going to be the wrestling guy moving forward no the book after cthulhu jr uh 
the next two books after this, not including Re, obviously, because I, I count that as done, even though it's not out. Mm-hmm. But if you count Re, the next three books that I'm that are releasing are pretty hardcore horror books. Now yeah. Arn will be in there as well, the Arn graphic novel. But then we got Hope Two and Right or Wrong Two is in the wings, and the re-release of Right or Wrong Volume One, the second edition, you know. But um, it was fun. It was a really cool opportunity. And the other thing, the fact that I could give work to twenty-five different artists during the pandemic—that right. that was cool. I didn't even kind of realize at the time. It was Christy Blanche, Doctor Christy Blanche, who co-writes you know good boy and she's doing the we gods campaign right now with garrett gunn um her and drina both said to me said you know you give it a you give a lot of people work during a real slim time mm-hmm. and to me it's just kind of my nature to try to help people out and give them work and promote them and things like that and the fact that so to me it, it, it kind of didn't dawn on me to me it's just like well this is what you do and now the fact that 25 different artists can add number one Amazon best-selling graphic novel to the resume, that's pretty awesome. You know, that's that's the name of the game. That's the thank you for working with us on this book, you know. So thank you. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it's and and again, like I think if you're a wrestling fan, um there are there are things that you will have heard before, stories you've heard before, sure. um, maybe told from a different angle, but there's also stuff that you're just really not gonna get anywhere else. Um, especially a lot of the stuff, you know, Tony's personal life, his right. relationship with his wife, you know, yeah. the, the, his, his lean years and, and, you know, working multiple jobs and, you know, having a, a difficulty with making ends. Like there's a lot here. Yeah. So, Push, pushing off his daughter's wedding, uh, working at Starbucks. Right. You know, you, you're not going to see that and uh, anything else. Yeah. And so, you know, I know we're not, this is not the book we're specifically here to talk about, but, no, I, just, but I had so much fun with it that I, you know, I, I want to, I want to get into it. I, I, I wish that we you don't, know, I had this in hand the last time we chatted because I would have loved to have done like a whole deep dive into this. This is, this is good shit. It's just, it's just good and fun. Well, you know, um, maybe and I can't speak for Tony because he's busier than ever these days. But maybe down the road we get together and we do that. You know, oh, I mean, I, I'd love to. I'd love to chat. You tease me, Dirk. Oh, I'm not good enough. Just I've been on the show 15 times. <laughs> I got I got dusty up for you. Is that the count? Know? Is that is that what we're up to? I don't know. Um, I, I don't keep track. But yeah. it's been a, it's been a couple. But no, I mean, with Tony, without yeah, that would be fun just to dive into that. But that would be fun to get Tony on there as like a retrospective. Yeah. And, and he thought you guys were pretty cool, so. I'll put a bug in his ear, man. We'll see what happens. Pretty, we were pretty cool. We were, we were, we were all right. We were all right. Uh, <laughs> he he he, uh, he dropped that video, that that audio promo for you guys too. I mean, he doesn't do that for anybody. Oh, that was that was, and that was sight unseen. He didn't even know us at that point, and he, you know, so that was off the strength of you, which I appreciate. Uh, but he was really cool at at Comic Con, and you know, yeah, you. A lot of times, you know, you meet someone that you are a fan of that you you know and you meet them and it's like ah shoot you know they're a bit of a jerk i wish i hadn't met them right wish i hadn't met them wish i could have just you know <laughs> kept that idealized version of right. them and right. you know crystallized yes. and then and, but you can't uh but having not only done stuff with tony over zoom but also in person um you know 
sweetheart of a guy, Absolutely. exactly the guy that you think you're going to meet based on the television. In some cases, depending on what you think about Tony, a better guy. Because if you were a WWF guy in the 90s, Tony Schiavone's not your friend. You know what I'm saying? Like if, right, if, right. If, 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 you, if you were bought in on the gimmick, he was not your friend. And then he left the industry and people thought, oh, he must hate wrestling. You know, it's not true. He's a tremendous person. Um, and you know, I just love the book. So, um, right really wanted to dig into that and plug that. Let's talk again though, about Cthulhu Jr. And friends. Yes. Um, so you're getting, you're getting the book, right? You're getting yes. the book, you're getting the plushie and the Kickstarter exclusive hardcover. Yeah. Like we talked about with, you know, bear, but not dead, butts and seats, things like that. Yeah. If you pledge on Kickstarter, you can pledge for the Kickstarter exclusive hardcover, which has art that will only be on the Kickstarter exclusive hardcover. So that's the book you see on the page. Right. Yeah. And the plushie, sorry. And oh, absolutely. And the plushie and the shirt. There's a lot of cool stuff. Um, and, and, and again, it's like whatever you're comfortable with. I always, you know, we've got, we've got the Patreon now and I always tell people like, whatever it is that you can contribute is helping the cause. Right. You don't have to be the biggest baller. You don't have to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it's gone now. But the, the mystery box, three hundred and thirty three dollars, you know, right. that's it. You know, you're, you're you, you've you've got you've got some change, you know, yep, you're going um, deep on this. Right. 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 And that's great. And, and we'll it's, be rewarded according. Exactly. Right. Right. It's great that there are people who can do that and that there are there's enough to do to support that kind of tier that you guys have cool stuff to give away, but it's not, you don't have to do that. If you can only do the trade, you know, Um, if you can only do the trade, that's perfectly okay. If you can, you know, if you, if you, if you just want the shirt, like whatever it is that you want, you can get it here. And that's one of the things that I definitely love about um, your campaign. So I, I'm actually going to be pledging here live on the show. Oh, snap. I'm going to yes. bring it up on my little device over here. Which I always I always get a kick out of doing. I know. I like watching a little bit. It's funny. Like, when you are running a campaign, what will happen is if you have it up and then someone pledges, the number's like, it just goes up right away. It's always fun. That is super cool. You could push us and do the 11 fours right now. So that's pretty incredible. Really? Oh boy. Well, what would what what would it take? What would it take to get there? I mean, honestly, nine dollars. Nine. Well, we're well, we're gonna we're gonna beat that right now. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. You're gonna. I, I mean, you could do nine dollars. I guess you can get like for ten bucks. You can get the digital. But well, I'm going for I'm going for the hardcover. I want it yeah. in hand. I want to hold it. I want to yeah. check it out. I'm a yeah. I'm a big physical guy. I I want you know. I want comics in hand. Digital's right. cool for those people that, you know, that's that's what they're into. That's I'm not hating I'm on right. that. I get it. But I gotta hold this baby yes. in my hand. You know what yes. I'm saying? And there we and, go. And as long as you get, as long as your pledge includes a hardcover, so whether you just get the hardcover, you get the BFF bundle with the plushie, you get to give me everything with the, the hardcover, the plushie, the shirt. As long as your pledge includes a hardcover, you get all the stretch goals that we have unlocked. We have unlocked. Right. So we're up to five. We're working on number five right now. It's funny because it's kind of like it's like hidden value in a way. Because when I opened, I remember spending like 30 bucks on butts and seats. Mm-hmm. And when I opened it up, you know, and, and cracked the I was like, oh shit, what is all this? Like I, I forgot what what yeah. I had gotten, you know, like the extras yeah. and the perks and stuff like that. Because when I first, you know, um pledged, 
that stuff, some of that stuff was unlocked already, but I, I wanted the book. That's what I was focused on. All right. of that is right. like extra add on stuff that, you know, you guys just put out there. So it's really cool. Um, I always tell people if you're going to do a Kickstarter, like this is the, you know, this is the way you want to kind of go about it. There's a lot of value. Go, so go the Dirk Manning Kickstarter. Yeah. Right. On. Yeah, Thank exactly. You. Uh, so I've pledged officially. I recommend people do the same. Uh, whatever you're comfortable with, but as we just kind of discussed, if you get that hardcover or better, there it is. Yep. Yep. Right on. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, it obviously it'll come signed at least by you, right? Uh well, all the pledges, all the stretch goals with Mock so far, you get a Kickstarter exclusive book plate signed by me. Yeah. Signed by Scoot. Nice. Scoot's doing a little custom remark head sketch on him. This was a personal one for me. You get my great grandma's ranger cookie recipe, which is like, if you read the first issue, even the league of evil mainly lets dastardly Dirk in because of his ranger cookies that his wife makes. <laughs> this is an homage to my great grandma's ranger cookies, which um, she, she always had when I was little. Um, my great grandma was the first person to ever take me to a um, uh, a comic book store what yeah so wow. the reason that i'm here now talking to you and you have all these romantic books is because of my great grandma and i've always wanted to do something to kind of pay homage to her and i did something very subtle that was kind of like a thing only for me mm. in nightmare world to pay homage to my my great grandma but i want to do something more so now you get a book plate signed by me, Kickstarter exclusive book plate signed by me, signed by Scoot, and you get my great grandma's Ranger cookie recipe. So that'd be something like, you know, you can make cookies. Now you can make the cookies that are in the book. And I tell people, if you get the BFF bundle, you can have Cthulhu Jr. with you, make the cookies in the book that it goes crazy about. Uh, after this, we're working on unlocking a bonus pro story with spot illustrations by Scoot. And awesome. then from there, we're, we're going to have two hat pins. You can get a dastardly Dirk pin and then a Cthulhu Jr. ceramic pin. And all this stuff that I just mentioned is free as long as you at least get the hardcover. Right. And I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't touch on Scoot's art um, real quick. I just uh, it's it's real good. Like if if you're on the fence, you know, you don't know you're listening to this. You know, it's ha ha ha. These guys are having a great conversation. It's all good. Um I think you go to the Kickstarter page and just check out the preview. It's yeah, free. Yeah, the whole first like issue is on there. Like I said, you scroll down the page on the campaign and you can read the whole first issue for free. And Scoot's art is just so fun. Like, there, you know, I when I first started reading comics, I was already like 14 years old. So, um, you know, I, 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 I kind of came into it a little later than I wish I had. But I wish that there was stuff like this on the shelves when I was a kid. Yeah, Because even was, at 14, I would have had a blast. Yeah, I came in at 13, man. I get it. Here's something fun, too. Um, this is the second ever drawing of Cthulhu Jr. by Scoot. And you can see how much different he looks. Not so much different. But this was how, this was the second ever drawing of Cthulhu Jr. Definitely a little more oh, it's fun. edgy, a little bit more ornery. Sure, sure. You know, a little more hip. Then versus obviously what we now have now, mm -hmm. you can see the spirit is there. 
the spirit is there. Yeah, he was originally a little bit more Dennis the Menacey, mm. you know, and uh, we can't dial that into more that he's just this cute little kid who happens to be a monster and may or may not be bringing about the end of the world. <laughs> Don't know. Gotta read the book. So, gotta read the book. Exactly. Gotta read the book. Man, you're gonna read the whole first issue. If you go to CthulhuJr.com, go to Kickstarter, you know, type in Cthulhu Jr., you can probably type in Dirk Manning if that's easier. Uh, find the campaign. And uh, yeah, you can read the whole first issue for free and, and see that this is really a book that, that we're putting together for, for people of, of all ages, readers of all ages. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, peek behind the curtain. We are recording this on a Wednesday, right? Yes. And Dirk and I are both huge wrestling fans, AEW fans. Yes. Uh, wear that on my sleeve. Yes. Um, so we are actually sacrificing prime AEW time to have this conversation right now. So hopefully you guys recognize the importance of that. Like we're not watching my TVs right next to me. I not, I don't have the show on. I'm like, Oh my God, what's happening. But you know, I would sacrifice AEW to sit and chat with you, Dirk. So thank oh, you. Oh well, I appreciate it. I would too. Don't tell Shivani because he's gonna bust <laughs> my chops. When I need this. Like I got it on delay, dude. We're okay. You know? <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I yeah, I, I I appreciate you very much, man. I appreciate your support. I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate all the comic bells. I appreciate the fact that you take the time to talk about comics in a positive productive fashion even when you're complaining about stuff i know it's done with love and by and large you guys promote stuff you like and i think that is so important i also think it's important and valued that you take the time to talk about independent books too small press books independent stuff like this you know um i really appreciate it it's all very very important and uh very needed so thank you it's worth giving up watching AW live to have this conversation with you for that very reason and support everything that you're doing. And Boy, anybody so. watching this just because of me, if you're not familiar with the Comic Pals, one of my favorite comic book podcasts in the world. You guys do great stuff and, and just continue to level up your game every year. So I, I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll have you guys know I didn't pay him to say that. No, so um, I don't. I don't get paid enough to falsely <laughs> flatter people. You know, uh, I, I just this is this is it. I just I think the world of you guys and, and you do a great show and thank you. Well, I appreciate it. What message do you want to leave? Other than you know the comics pals are great. Uh, do you want to leave the listeners with uh, you know CthulhuJr.com? Yep. Adventures of Cthulhu Jr. and Friends Kickstarter. Where can people find you? What do you want to leave the people with? Uh, my website is DirkManning.com. So you can actually check out DirkManning.com, learn more about my work if, if this is the first you're hearing my stuff. Check out Cthulhu Jr. Get yourself a hardcover. Get yourself a plushie. Uh, you're never going to be able to chance to get these plushies this cheap. You know, the free shipping alone. Right. You know, who knows if there's a cartoon or a movie someday, you'll have the Kickstarter exclusive version that will not be reprinted. This book will not be reprinted in this hardcover format with this cover again. Limited edition, one time only. This is your chance to get it. This is your chance to get the plushie for free. This is your chance to get the shirt cheap. Um, people can find me on social media at Dirk Manning. Look for the picture of the guy with the, the top hat and the star. <laughs> I was looking backwards to come on my camera, right? You know, look for that guy. That's me. See? And 
you know, just just thank you to everyone that just continues to support my work, support uh, the people that work with me. That means a lot to all of us. We appreciate it. We appreciate. I, I know the the privilege that I have to be able to make these comics and then make something a little offbeat like Cthulhu Junior. It's not it's not something I take lightly, and I sincerely appreciate it. So thank you. Well, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us, Dirk. Uh, it's always an absolute blast, and I really hope we get to do this again soon. Um, you know, we're, you know, we're going to see each other inevitably in New York Comic Con, but maybe even before then, depending on how things shake out, uh, you guys will know. You'll you'll know. Keep it locked right here at the Comics Pals. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, take care, guys. Yep. Oh, oh, wait. Before we go. Oh, wait. We we didn't do something. You can tell we're out of practice. What did we not do? I did not give you an exclusive. You're right. I You're always right. give you an exclusive, and I realized what it was going to be, and then we got sidetracked. I'm sorry. This is like the behind the scenes, right? Yeah, please. So we talk about AW, and this is appropriate because really we're kind of rushing because we both want to get to AW. Right? <laughs> now I'm just messing with Sean by doing this, but I will say this: I have not announced the two artists on the Aaron Anderson book yet. Oh. Without giving anything away, I'll give you a teaser. So I'm just going to give you the tease for now because, you know, we got to go watch AW. You're going to really be excited based on things that you like and artists that you like for one of the artists in the Arn Anderson book. Oh, come on. Come on. You can't leave You're me hanging. You're going to be really excited. Oh, wait, but we got to go see AW, Sean, but we'll, we'll oh. talk soon. But you are going to be exceptionally excited. And you'll know exactly what I mean when I announce it. But I promise you, brother, you are going to be <coughs> exceptionally excited about that's one a, of the artists in that book. That's a Dirk Manning promise. I guarantee it. We'll leave it there until Maybe next time. based on something you said in this interview. But anyway, we got to go watch AW. Take care, guys. <laughs> See you guys. Thank you. <laughs>